Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, everybody? It's the Power Rankings Podcast, aka the Power Rankings Show. I'm your host, Elliot Harrison, and I am, uh, I would say I'm pleased to be joined by at Marcus underscore Mosher, but I'm, I'm coming in hot now because of what you told me. Oh my gosh. I, I just love that we get Elliot yelling at clouds like before the show. I wish you guys could hear it. It's so much fun. It's so dumb. Like the NFL just cannot leave its product alone. Just quit ruining the damn product. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Sorry. Speaking I asked much, Marcus. Listen, right listen to our NFL show, podcast. It's, it's really. <laughs> I asked Marcus before the show. I said, "Give me one really great. Give me, give me all the great changes from the game since say '93." I just picked a random year. Okay, I, probably because we did movies from 93. You know what Marcus came up with? Well, there's no horse collar tackle anymore. Hey, true. I, you know what? I applaud that. Great. But the latest thing, now the networks are just going to carry a hodgepodge of games. It's no longer going to be one conference and one channel, another conference, because probably because Fox whined that the NFC sucks and they're worried about the, you know, it used to be so great. You know, you knew what games were going to be on what network. Then they started messing with it a few years ago. And what was great about that was not only you as a viewer knew where, okay, if I'm a, okay, I grew up in Dallas. So if I'm a Cowboy fan, I watched the Cowboy game on CBS, which then became Fox uh, with the NFC. And if I want to catch a Chargers game or whatever, I know that I can turn it on NBC late in the afternoon. It'll probably be Chargers, Raiders, Seahawks, Broncos. This is back when the Seahawks were on the AFC. The other thing that that did is it made it so that the announcers knew these teams really, really well. Okay. So like Don Cricky and Bob Trumpy were doing Cleveland Browns and Broncos games and Raiders games all the time. They knew those teams really well. Pat Summerall and John Madden knew Washington, San Francisco, the Giants, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Rams really, really well. Now you're going to have a different announcing team on a different game every week. They're not going to know uh, as much. You're not going to know what channel your game's on. It's just going to be a big mismatch based on what they think you want to see. And when you're in Los Angeles, this really stinks. Because that means that not only am I going to have to watch the Raiders and I mean the Rams and Chargers stink up the joint, but then I'm I'm going to I'm going to see the Chargers on Fox where the announcers don't even know the Chargers personnel that well. Okay. I'm done. Can I give you another good rule change just to make <laughs> you feel rant, better? Rant over. Uh moving the extra point back was a good idea by the NFL. Just saying. Okay. It'd be like if your wife or your husband was on you for three weeks straight and you didn't say anything. And then finally you left one errant sock in the hallway because it dropped when you're carrying the, the clothes from the dryer to the bedroom and your wife comes and yells at you about it. And you just had enough, you know, like how many dumb little tweaks have we had in the last few years? Well, Seven game super wild card. I don't mind that crap. One. 17 games kids hey why don't we do 18 we can make more we we uh can make more money you know like 
When does that reminds, it stop? That reminds me of seven minute abs from something about Mary. Yes. Yes. It's seven minute abs. What? Come on. Help me out. What are some other dumb, <laughs> dumb, dumb things that we've changed? I mean, the, the instant replay. Oh, the catch rule would be. Yeah. The, the zenith of this, one, right? right? This is the zenith of this. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's others that I can't think right now. If you guys can think of any other dumb things, uh, please tell me Thursday Night Football. Um, anyway, okay, I'm done. Monday I like the kickoff games. game. I think the kickoff game was cool. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't not like it. it. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's fine. Like, it's fine. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm having done. said that, we're going to be talking about every NFL team and why we're excited to watch them this year. <laughs> this is your fault. You know. I'm sorry. It's just I, I wanted you to get excited. Yeah, I am excited. So, yeah, we, we're doing an All-32 podcast. Uh, Marcus got the odds. Who did we use for our Super Bowl uh, odds? We got betonline.ag. Uh, I think they have the best lines out right now. And we've, we're going to go run through every single team. All right, so we're going to definitely hit your favorite team. We are going to start. I'm assuming we, we're starting with, like, worst to first kind of yeah, deal. Yep. Uh, are we doing it standings-wise or odds-wise? Uh, odds-wise. So let's All go right. ahead and ju- jump right into it. Houston Texans, okay. uh, 150 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I don't know that that's high enough. So, or would you call that low enough? What would you call uh, that? I think it's low enough. Um, low enough. I do think yeah. they've added some good veterans this offseason that I like. Denzel Perryman, Dalton Schultz, um, yep. Devin Singletary. I think they're going to be just a more competitive team than they were last year. You know what their best offseason ad was? I'm going to guess Demico Ryan's. Correct. Yeah. Okay, 31. Uh, next one uh, 150 to 1, Arizona Cardinals. Boy, uh, this team is bad, really bad. Yeah, I, I almost think Houston will be better than Arizona this year. I, I, is that a no is that a bad thing to say? Can we bet on that? Can we, sure. do we have any odds on? Uh, well, I guess uh, the way that Bet Online sees it, Vegas sees it, is that these teams are about equal and ilk. Um, hey, they've you, got a quarterback problem too, and it's a quarterback you, problem of a different kind. Yeah, is Colt McCoy going to be their Week One starting quarterback? Oh my gosh, do you think? Definitely. My hair's wet. Sorry, I keep Sorry. butting with it. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not a big believer in the Cardinals. Uh, speaking of things that should never been tweaked, their uniforms. But see, I'm hot now. Everything's going to be colored through this tent. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Colts, 125 to one. Catch them on Fox in Week One. <laughs> yes, great. Well, you know, I think the Colts have some definitely have some room for improvement. Do you hate their off season though? What's their offseason? What have they done? That's kind of my point. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of, hey, let's not panic. Let's not yeah. go make a flurry of moves. Let's approach the draft and then see where we are from there. I agree. I, look, it's fun to fix a team through free agency. It's fun to talk about, but is that always the best way to get your team no. elevated? No. And they need to kind of reset some of their cap stuff anyway. So this is fine. Just Yes. They got to get the quarterback right. I mean, that's that's the most important thing for them this offseason. Speaking of, yeah, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, hundred to one. Yeah, I mean, is it is it possible that Baker Mayfield could have a real? I I don't know if you'd call it a career resurrection. He's never really had a great year. He had a couple of good ones. I'd say his rookie year was a good year. I'd say twenty twenty was a good year. Um, but uh, oh, is there any? You're just hurting in, in certain spots. I'm, I'm glad they brought Levante David back. That was a big move, but. Is there any chance that this is our like 
2022 Seahawks where you get Baker in here. Nobody has any expectations, but a bunch of veterans and they just win nine games and steal the division. Oh, you know what I would love? You know what I love? They go eight and nine to make the wild card. Okay. Because of the seventh team, because we added a seven team and it's so great. Wait, and I actually have a better scenario for you. They clinch a playoff spot in week 18 because we love week 18. Then they're the seventh team to make the playoffs so that they can participate in super wild card yeah, weekend on a game that you can all see on CBS or on or Amazon, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Uh, I, I, I don't know if this is the best time to tell you this news, but the NFL is considering an option where if a division winner has a losing record and a wild card team has at least four more wins than that division wild card team, uh, the game would be played at the wild card team. And not at the division winner home. That's that's true, by the way. Okie dokie. I mean, why don't we just junk it all and just go with seating if you're gonna start going that <laughs> well, route? But, I mean, hey, whatever. I, uh, I'm just one man. Next team. <laughs> Washington Commanders. Uh they are eight thousand to one. Or sorry, plus eight thousand or eighty to one uh to win the Super Bowl. That seems a little bit unfair. I mean, isn't 80 to one a little harsh? A little harsh? They do play in a division that had three playoff teams last year. So for them to win a Super Bowl, they've got to probably work their way through the wild card and then beat a pretty good AFC team. This is a team that's got pretty good weapons. Uh, They've got a young running back that I think is going to be really good. They still have a pretty solid defense that's at least viable. Uh, I think 80 to one is a little too harsh for this group. All right. Titans, same thing. 80 to one. Ditto. I think your coach here is too good to, to be 80 to one. Uh, I know the Titans have some major losses and some notable veteran losses. Taylor Lewan, uh being kind of the most notable because he had been there his whole career. Robert Woods, obviously gone. Um, but they're a much weaker team than they have been in years past. And it sounds like they could be cutting Kevin Byard in the upcoming days. This uh, team yeah. is not going to be very good. He'll have suitors. Yeah, absolutely. Atlanta Falcons, 75 to 1 in a pretty weak division. Uh, there's a team. Wouldn't that be something if they pick up Kevin Byard and they had yeah. Bates and Byard in that secondary? Their defense front, they were trying to get Calais Campbell, or at least they had him mm-hmm. for a visit. Uh, maybe Atlanta is going to be better than we thought. I, I, you know, obviously, much of it hinges on Ritter. Would you say it's 75 to 1? 75 to 1. That feels fair. I think that's uh, that's the one I like the best so far. Okay. Seattle Seahawks, sixty-six to one. I can't. I think this is a little harsh. This is a team that had a pretty good year, but maybe they're expecting a regression from Geno Smith. But you know, Pete Carroll has proven a lot of people wrong, starting with last year. Like, do I think Seattle's going to win the Super Bowl? No. Yeah. Now these are odds to win the Super Bowl, not just, just to win the Super right. Bowl. Yep. Yeah. I get it. I get it. it just feels a little harsh. Yeah. Somebody's got to be 66 to one. I agree. Next one here at number 24, the Pittsburgh Steelers, 66 to one. Uh, I've got a stat for you. Do you know Mike Tomlin has never had a losing record? (laughs) See, you're going to join me in this parade if they decide to make a Mike Tomlin award to have on awards night because awards night is such an amazing thing. I don't know that I'd be a football fan if they didn't have NFL honors. Honestly, I don't think I could live without that amazing change that they've yeah. made. Could they have a Mike Tomlin award sure. for the head coach that never, uh, I think you're too weak at quarterback. Um, I'm 
I'm a little concerned about the defense here as well. I think Cam Sutton was a loss for this team, mm-hmm. a great addition for Detroit. I don't have a problem with this. Yeah, I think they got a little bit older on defense, um, and that's normally not what you want to do. But we know then they're going to be competitive, but probably not competitive enough. Tough division. Yeah. Uh, Carolina Panthers, they are at uh, 60 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Mm, I'm surprised Pittsburgh's lower than they are. It's got to just be the conference, right? Yeah. Well, what you're thinking is look, if you have a better chance to emerge from your division, which Carolina is in the weakest division, also in the weakest conference. Correct. So I get it from that standpoint, yes. but I think they're one of the weakest teams in the league. What about New England? Did we hop skip over them? Oh, did we skip over New England? Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, New England, 66 New- to one. That's fine. So New England's also 66 to one with Pittsburgh. I think this is too low. If I'm tipping my hat to the coach, I am. Um, are you done with Mac Jones? No, I just thought last year he just got such an unfair shot with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge calling yes. plays. I think this year with Bill O'Brien, I expect him to take a pretty big leap. And I wouldn't say this is one of the strongest team in the league at the skill positions no. either. No. So, uh, in fact, I'd put them in the bottom 10, which is probably one of the reasons they're ranked here. Uh, that's more of a Mac Jones conversation. Okay, let's yeah. hop back over yeah. and go to 21. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, 50 to 1. Okay. Um this feels about right. Uh, the Raiders did not have a good year last year. There's a lot of grumbling about Josh McDaniels and that this is who he is and that all those things about him having matured and 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 that he's a different guy now or whatever. It's it's hard to it's hard to say. Now I heard you maybe you heard something different. You cover this team for USA Today that the Derek Carr situation was actually handled better than you would think between coach and quarterback. Um, but that's not really saying anything about the odds. And the fact is they are the fourth best team in the AFC West. Would you say they're in the best division in the best yes. conference? There you go. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think the Raiders will be competitive, like seven to eight wins, but not a real threat at all to the, to make the playoffs. So, But you know feels- what we could do? I'm sorry to cut you off, but what we could do is we could go to an eight-team conference layout. I like Call it, it super-duper wild card mm. weekend and then maybe put it on linkedin where people can connect as they're watching they're watching on only fins uh next one green bay packers <laughs> 50 to 1 in the dark by yourself uh 50 to 1 for green bay you know there's so much unknown here how do you even bet on that unless you're betting this for total fun because you have no idea what you're going to get from jordan love um the uh, Again, this is a team that at the skill positions, they're okay. They're okay. Maybe Christian Watson takes a big step forward. He had a nice rookie year, but mm-hmm. he started off you know, very slow, obviously. I think this is about right. Do you have any issue with this one? I think it feels a little low just because I do think they can really run the ball, and I think their defense is pretty good, but I don't know how much higher I would put them. I would put them over the next couple teams that we're going over, I think. The problem is, for me at least, is – Green Bay has had so many good teams over the last 10, 12 years. And how many Super Bowls have they gone to? One. The whole Lambeau mystique has not worked in their favor, and that's with Aaron Rodgers. Is it going to be any better with, at this point, an inferior player, we think? Probably. Uh, All right, next one. Chicago Bears, also at 50-1. to little surprised that the Bears and Packers are even Steven. Now, the Bears were kind of the anti-Colts. They were very active in this uh, mm-hmm. free agency period. They spent a lot of money. 
they had a lot of money to spend. I mean, didn't the Bears have some of the most room? Over 100 million of cap yeah, space. Yeah, I believe yep. the Bears were either the first or second team in terms of cap space uh, this year. Be interesting what Matt Eberflus can do, but 50 to 1, I think, is actually generous for this. Unless group. you have Justin Fields take that Jalen Hurts leap like yes. in year three. Like in all a week of a sudden, conference. In a week conference, all of a sudden, he's one of the you know two or three best quarterbacks in the conference. Maybe, but even then, I'm not betting on them. The problem are the weapons, though, but that's the problem. At least Jalen Hurts had a lot to work with. Well, you know, do, they, you, do you like their weapons now, now, though, with DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, and Chase Claypool? It's not bad. It's not bad, but DJ Moore is a good player. I'm not putting him in the, the, the great player. He's not A.J. Brown. Yeah, there's also running back and tight end and offensive line and all of this as well. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia, I think, was much stronger at all those spots. So um, I, I just, I, yeah, it's a little generous to me, but it's okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm not totally against it. The, the next one, and I could not disagree more with these odds. The Los Angeles Rams are forty-five to one to win the Super Bowl. I think this is completely a nod to Sean McVay and the hope of Matt Stafford. I. 45 to 1. I'm going to guess you think that's too generous for them. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to read you their starters on defense, not named <laughs> yeah. Aaron Donald right now. Seriously. Yeah. Jonah right. Williams, Bobby Brown, Kerr Thomas, Ernest Jones, Christian Roseboom, Michael Hoyt, Deion Kendrick, Jordan Fuller, Russ Yeast, uh, Robert Rochelle, and Kobe Durant. Did you like the Bobby Brown song, Every Little Step I Make? I like that, that song a lot better than I like the personnel on this defense. It's bad. Is I mean, it was a it was a big hit. Like, and I want to say eighty nine or ninety. Every little step I make, <laughs> you will. It was it was catchy tune. So bad. That is, uh, that's got to be a bottom two or three unit in terms of personnel. Oh of course, gosh. Aaron Donald is a great elixir for a lot, but he can't make up for for that. They need pass rush. That's what they need. They need edge rush. Um, let's go to the Giants. Oh, yeah, Giants forty to one. Okay, uh, so the Giants, uh, speaking of 40, they brought back Daniel Jones for about that per year. Yep. I think it was exactly that per year. Um, I, you know, I honestly think you could go a little bit better for the Giants here. The, the issue is they're in a really good division, but they are in a weak uh, NFC, and I think the Giants have a little bit better personnel than people maybe give them credit for. I I could go 35 to one on the Giants as opposed to 40. Mm, I kind of thought 40 was high when I initially saw uh, well, I think, we I think they're, yeah, there's a, they are a prime candidate for regression on both sides of the ball. The schedule is pretty hard this year. Um, we just I, agreed on this team last year. It's fun, right? It's fun. Uh, New Orleans Saints. We both liked this team a lot last year. Yes, we both were on this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 40 to one. I kind of like those odds. Yeah, this feels about right. Uh, any concerns about Dennis Allen? Yeah, I mean, he's not good, but the roster's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I would call that a concern. Yeah, yeah he's not good. <laughs> um, did you I like think, the Derek Carr yeah, move? It feels like an upgrade over Andy Dalton. I don't know how much of an upgrade, but it, it is an upgrade. You're hoping to get Michael Thomas back, Chris Olave in year two. I, I mean, you look at this division, why couldn't they win 11 games and you know, host a team like the Giants in round one. Are you wondering a little bit about the running back position for this team? I'm wondering if the running back is going to be available to play. Yeah, Alvin Kamara. 
you know, one thing Derek Carr had was pretty good running backs with the Raiders. He had Josh Jacobs and he had, believe it or not, a still effective Marshawn Lynch when they used him. Uh, They kind of saved him a lot, but I thought he was effective for that team. Anyway, I I think these odds are about right. Uh, Next one. Same odds. Minnesota Vikings, 40 to one. Okay, now this is a little, I guess, a little low for them. I would like to see Minnesota a little better, like 35 to 1 or 30 to 1. And the reason being, um, again, the NFC is weak. And the NFC North, in terms of the the best, what was the best team in the division, is weaker uh, in Green Bay. Now, Detroit is better. And I, I, I can see right now, I'm looking at the rundown on Brinks. Uh, Detroit is not on here. So that means Detroit's in the top eight for Super Bowl odds, which makes me very, very giddy. And Marcus probably frumpy face, uh, <laughs> frowny face. Um, am I wrong here? If I said 30 to one on the Vikings, given their division and their conference? Yeah, I mean, they're probably going to win 10 games, even though we're going to hate watching them. Um, one of the best quarterbacks in the conference too, <laughs> regardless of what you think of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I mean, and then you know. one of the best receivers in the league. So yeah, it's probably a good value. It's just I have no interest in betting on that at all. Okay. This next team is interesting. I mean, kind of. Denver Broncos, 40 to 1. Again, maybe a little low uh, given all the moves they've made, most notably getting Sean Payton. Now, the question here is quarterback. So, actually, I don't think it's low because the way Russell Wilson played last year, you're not even getting into the playoffs. And they aren't a very tough division where they're probably still the third best team in that division. I mean, Marcus, is this a wild card team? Let me just ask you that. No. So, if you were putting odds on Broncos even being a playoff team, what would it be? Two to one? Uh, no, I think it'd be closer to 50, 50, but I would lean. No. Okay. I was going to go 180, bro. I wanted to really talk the talk. No, I just, moment. it feels like yeah. they're a coin flip, but I, I, I just don't like this team. And remember even last year, they lost to the Raiders in both games. Like, For a coin flip that you could see on CBS or Fox or Amazon or LinkedIn or on yeah. Thursday night. Yeah. Go yeah. Ahead. Uh, next one, Cleveland Browns, 40 to one. I interrupted your poignant thought you were going to have to finish it wasn't that great (laughs) okay what are the browns 40 to 1 40 to 1 um they've got a quarterback issue and the the quarterback issue is simply that deshaun watson just looked very very rusty at the end of last year this is another team where i i don't know how i feel about their weapons outside how much are they helping their quarterback? I know you like Njoku a lot. Obviously, Chubb is a fantastic running back. But outside, do you love this team? I love Amari Cooper. And exactly. I, I like Donovan Peoples-Jones as the number three. But it seems like Cleveland's being really proactive and trying to get that number two receiver. I actually think this is a bit of a value. Because what if Deshaun Watson, just hear me out, plays like a top 12 quarterback, which we've seen him do for most of his career all of a sudden this team is going to win 12 games. Like with that offensive line, that running game, and hopefully the defense being better with Jim Schwartz. I, I think this is the best bet for, for me of a team you know, who got crappy quarterback play in the second half of the year. If they get good quarterback play, they're going to be fine. Again, do you trust the head coach here? I do. I actually like Kevin Stefanski quite a bit. Okay. They just can't crap the bed. In some of these games, like they have, Um, I'm I'm thinking of the Charger game last year. I'm thinking of the Jets game last year where they should have had a couple of wins and they didn't. 
they've got to be able to close the deal. Similar to what you said about the Lions last year. Yep. Like we're just waiting on this team to be able to close the deal. But I'm not against your value play there. But I think this next team could be a really great value play if they're only at 12. Yeah. 22 to 1 Miami Dolphins. Now that's a big jump. So you're saying that Cleveland went from 40, 40 to, to, one to 1 to Miami to 22 to 1. And Correct. there's no teams in between them, Correct. odds wise. Interesting. Yeah. I think Minnesota should have been tucked here. Um, yeah. but not, I wouldn't take Minnesota 22 to one and I wouldn't put Minnesota and Cleveland, uh, or the Broncos or saints for that matter, uh, or giants, all the teams we had at 40 to one up here with Miami. I think 22 to one is a value play. Uh, I was expecting to be this, to be uh, frankly, probably 20 to one or under, um, this team had a really nice off season, starting mm-hmm. with the defensive coordinator, which we talked about on our last podcast. This is really just a bet on Tua's health, right? If Tua plays 16 games or even 15 games next year, they're winning 11 games, right? Because this is going to be one of the best offenses in the league. We think the defense is going to be much improved. And if they win 11, 12 games, they can win their division. And they can we beat saw, Buffalo. We saw them almost beat Buffalo with Skylar Thompson last year in Buffalo. So uh, it's, again, it's just really a bet on Tua. And at 22 to one, I don't mind it. Uh, we saw them beat uh, Buffalo in Miami early in the year. Yep. We also saw, was it a, was it Thursday night or Sunday night? I can't remember what game it was where they played in the regular season in Buffalo late in the year. Mostert had a fumble and Miami was running on them. And I really thought that game, you know, kind of played out differently. I think Miami had a real chance in that game. I agree. I agree. Uh, all right. Next team. Our Los Angeles Chargers, 22 to one. Okay, so I'm glad they're not higher than Miami because you have them at 11 and Miami at 12. We did it based on you know descending order of odds. I was going to say to you, I was all prepared to say to you, I don't think the Chargers are better than Miami. But the fact that they're both 22 to 1 feels very, very correct to me. Yep. I think these teams are similar in ilk. The only thing I like better for Miami is the division that they're in. I think they have a better chance of winning it. I think the Chargers are Although that's are a good have division a as well, though. Yeah, Um, we've got to see with the Jets. Now, the Chargers have the clear advantage at quarterback, but 21 on 21, are you taking the Chargers or Dolphins? Oh, it's not even close. I'll take the Dolphins. Exactly, exactly. So uh, this is a tough one, but quarterback is so important. I I think this is right where it should be. I agree. Um, I don't hate them at 22 to 1 because, hey, if Kellen Moore unlocks a part of Justin Herbert and that offense is just a lot better, why not? You know, I unlocked a lot of trophies last night in Assassin's Creed. But I, I still can't. Trismo. But I still can't figure out how to win the game. It's all right. Like I keep, you know, I got up to the highest level. You know, I uh, leveled up to fifty. That's the highest you could go. And I keep doing these like stupid missions where I have to keep having conversations with people, and I keep hitting the. I don't want to have long, lengthy conversation. I love Socrates. He's a great guy. Um, they, they kind of give him a weird outfit in this game, but anyway, you know, it's just, I just wanted to say that while, while you were talking about, uh, unlocking Jacksonville Jaguars, 22 to yeah. one, same odds as the chargers and dolphins. Okay. I like what Jacksonville did last year. I do think this is an up and coming team. I do. Um, and they're in a really weak division, which to me would be the only reason I would have them at the same odds as Miami and the Chargers. Otherwise, I think this is overrating them. Yep. And Minnesota and Jacksonville should both be around 30 to 1. 
Yeah, what, and what I, do you think? I could see Jacksonville very easily getting to 12 or 13 wins because, man, they should sweep their division. Like, their division is awful. And if you get to 12 wins, there's a very good chance you're the number one or number two seed. And we saw last year with, like, the Eagles' path to the Super Bowl, sometimes just things play out really nicely for you. So I think Jacksonville's pretty good value right there. They, I, I'd much rather take them at 22 to one than taking the Baltimore Ravens at our next team at 22 to one. Yeah. I was going to say the Eagles though, personnel wise, much better pass yes, rush could yes. create mistakes and really take advantage of home field. I, I would have no problem seeing Kansas city or Miami or the chargers or the Bengals go into Jacksonville and, and Correct. knock them out in the divisional round. Correct. Um, Okay, but I don't hate it because of the division. All right, Baltimore, you said they are 20 to 1? 22 to 1. And I could could not, you could not pay me to bet on that one. Yeah, this is another one. I I hate to say it again. I think this is another 30 to 1 for me. Uh, I think Baltimore and Minnesota should be on the same plane here. Um, I think there's a lot of uncertainty with this team. And, you know, Cleveland's probably going to be better. And Cincinnati is a a Super Bowl favorite, in my opinion. You, You could talk to me them being even lower like Lamar Jackson doesn't want to be there they have no outside receivers uh they they have no proven pass rusher um you know they've they got an older roster i i don't understand that one at all yeah i'm nothing bad i don't get Baltimore. let's let's get our top I'm 8 out. teams top 8 teams you ready <clears throat> yeah your detroit lions 20 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Wait a minute. Bowl. We didn't answer some. Are we in or out on Ravens culture? We haven't answered that question. I'm out right now. Time. I might be back You're in out. a little yeah, bit. The, the, currently, I'm out. All right. Are you in on Lions culture? Because I am all in. I'm into a degree. Oh, my God. You're such a negative Nancy. About no, no. It's like, I, I think no, this you is were a, negative all this, year last year. This is a contending, or not a contending. This is a playoff team, but not a, a contending team. There's a difference. To you me. know, you, you bag on their quarterback, you bag on their Fine. free agent signings. It's okay. You know, don't you want to see these guys succeed? That's fine. And what are the odds? Uh, they are 20 to one. 20 to one feels right. That, that's a good, do you have a problem with that? No, I think that's right about where they should be. Do you know what the craziest stat in sports is? All of sports. Is it the Detroit Lions haven't won a playoff game in like 89 years? <laughs> the Lions have won. The Lions won against San Francisco in 1957. They came back and won. They were 20 points down and they won the game. It was the biggest playoff comeback in history to that point. They traded Bobby Lane in the offseason. Uh, he said, you guys will never wear it, win another damn thing. And you know what? <laughs> the Lions have Chris won one Bobby playoff Lane. game since they traded him. And that playoff game that they won was 1991 against Dallas. That was 32 years ago. Yeah. And speaking of Dallas, they are our next team here at number seven, uh, 16 to one to win the Super Bowl. We got to quit with this. Speaking of transitions, it's my fault. You're just following the leader yeah, at this point, following the bad example that I've set. You're playing video games now. I know you never did that before. It's like the football cards. <laughs> okay, Dallas is 17 to 1. 16 to 1. 16 to 1. You know, honestly, that's a little low. Uh, I think this maybe should be 12 to 1, Marcus, because I think they can play with Philadelphia. They showed that they mm-hmm. uh, as much as you can't stand Cooper Rush. They played with Philadelphia with Cooper Rush, and they beat him with Dak Prescott. Um, 
I don't think Dak will play as bad as he did against the 49ers again. I hope Which they were competitive against the 49ers in that game. Right. Their quarterback played terrible and they could have won that game. Mm-hmm. That tells you something about the quality of this team and they've gotten better. Yep. You know, whether you love the Brandon Cook signing or, or, or trade or not, excuse me, um, they got him on the cheap and I love the Gilmore acquisition. Mm-hmm. I love it. And then they got LVE. On the cheap. I mean, what has gone? This has been a stellar offseason for this group. They also brought back Dante Fowler. So they have some of the most, you know, the best edge depth in the league. Donovan um, I, Wilson. Donovan Wilson. Yeah. I think, yep. I think 14 to one is kind of where I landed, but that's, I think, a little bit of value at 16 to one. Uh, next one it's the New York Jets at number six at 12 to one. It's too high. I there's 100% too, agree. There's too much going against this team. This team should be. 20 to 30 to one, put this in the 22 to one, uh, batch that we had. That's, I can live with that a little bit, but at, you're saying it's 12 to one for this, these guys, 12 to one. I mean, no this way. is all, all baked in the Aaron Rodgers gets traded there, but what if something happens? Like what if they can't agree to a deal or Rodgers just decides to retire or another team jumps in, you're getting absolutely no value on this jets team at all right now. Let's pretend they like, get Rodgers. I'm going to make the case with Aaron Rodgers that 12 to 1 is still way too high. Okay. 100% agree. Yes. Here we go. Does he buy in? Okay. Like, like how much? Does he go to an OTA? He, exactly. Uh, Robert Sala seems like a no nonsense guy. How's that going to mesh? Uh, number two, he's going to be 40 years old. Okay. Uh, doesn't he turn 40 this year? I believe he does. Uh, that, sure. that, how many players at 40 years old are not the same player that they used to be? We can't use the Tom Brady model and just uh, retrofit it. To everybody um okay super young nucleus uh that had some locker room issues last year mm. granted it was i think a small sect of that locker room but that can't be there either okay you're in a division with buffalo and miami uh so you got to get through those guys and, and then you got a tournament yeah and then you got a tournament where i don't know my voice cracked there you got a tournament where you have to beat cincinnati you've got to beat kansas city you got to potentially beat the Chargers. Are the Jets even better than the Jags at this point? Can you say that definitively? And Marcus froze. So I'm guessing Marcus says uh, no on that. It's funny. Uh, I don't think Marcus has actually had the horrible weather like we have in LA. Our last podcast, I froze up because it's been absolutely pouring uh, here every day. It's like or almost every day it poured and then the sun came out. It's the craziest thing. But just saying, going back to the Jets real quick, I don't know that the Jets, even with Aaron Rodgers, would be any better than the fifth best team in the division. Oh. I'm back. You're back and better than ever. Uh, What's going on? So should I also update you about the Jets signing McCole Harbin to a one-year deal? I don't know. I just am glad you're back. I mean, I was going on about the weather. I said... Yes. So first of all, we got Hardman. Wait, I thought you said he signed with the Browns. <laughs> that was the initial tweet. He actually signed with the Jets. Okay. So uh, I think the Jets might be the seventh best team in the conference, even with Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't I think that's fair. You know, um, thank goodness we have the expanded playoff format that I couldn't live without. That we could super squeeze. duper power wildcard weekend. <laughs> yeah. 
Can we do the super duper power ranking show? Sure. I think so. And we'll add some tweaks. Okay. Uh, let's can we get to some other teams? I hate talking about yeah. the Jets. Yeah, let's go to the Bengals. Uh Bengals, eleven to one. I didn't hate the change to the white helmet, white jersey. I actually thought that looked kind of cool. I have to be honest. Uh, but hard hitting analysis right here from Elliot Harrison. Can't get it anywhere else. Okay. I would pound this like crazy. And not only that, if you if we're just talking about odds to make the Super Bowl, I don't know what their odds to make the Super Bowl is. I would hit that all day. All day. But I think 11 to 1, I think this might be the best odds I've heard yet uh, up to this point. In, in terms of you as a better, Marcus, you want to lay 500 bucks down. Tell me what odds are better than Bengals at 11 to 1 so far that we've covered. Hmm. I thought I Minnesota I li- at 40 to one was pretty good for a better, for a better. Uh, they're underrated. Yeah. I just, I'm not convinced the Bengals got better this off season. Like I, I agree. The upgrade from Orlando Brown to Jonah Williams is a big one, but they lost both of their safeties already. They lost Samaje P Ryan. Jonah Williams wants a trade. What have they done to dramatically improve that team yet? Nothing, nothing to dramatically improve it, but here's the deal. This team has drafted pretty well. They have. Would you say that? They have. Okay, so they're probably trusting their scouting department. And this is, is not a team that's over the cap right now. No. They could still do something. You know, there's always those four or five stragglers, right, that go into the summer that can help a team. Maybe the Bengals get one of those guys. Um, but I think along with Dallas and Minnesota, I like these odds the best that I've heard so far. If you're someone laying money down. Yes. I don't like them in terms of I don't think they're accurate. I mean, for you to yeah. actually capitalize on it. Uh, all right, final four teams. Philadelphia Eagles coming in at number four. They are 10 to one to win the Super Bowl. Like this one also. If you're like laying your money down, this should be eight to one, I think, or maybe even six to one. It's 10 to one, six to one might be a little high, but uh, 10 to one, I'm, I would be pounding this. They're in a weak conference. <clears throat> all right, let's look at the Eagles. They're in a division where they're clearly better than the Giants, clearly better than Washington. And they play their primary team they go against. Their quarterback has not stayed healthy two of the last mm-hmm. three years. Are those all mm-hmm. fair points? Yes. That team also lost their offensive coordinator, which I think was a bigger loss than Philadelphia losing their defensive coordinator, in my opinion. I would agree. San Francisco's without a real quarterback right now. Uh, we don't know what Trey Lance is going to be. That's your biggest competition uh, in the conference. Other than that, is it fair to say that Detroit is the best team in the conference? Probably. If you're projecting forward, I would agree. Yeah. Doesn't 10 to 1 sound now, a little low? Here's the reasons why I'm a little bit nervous about that number. They did lose both their offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator. They lost both starting safeties. They lost both starting linebackers. They lost J. Ron Hartgrave. They lost their starting right guard. They lost their starting running back. Like They've just lost a lot of talent. Now, they do have a bunch of picks in this year's draft. So we'll see, but there's just no way that this team is going to be better than they were last year. All right, let me push back on this just for a second, because this is one of the big teams. I'm, I'm actually surprised Philadelphia is not higher here. They drafted a defensive tackle, I think, 13th overall last Jordan year. Jordan Davis, yep. Yeah, that's, that's what they're hoping on. One of those safeties was an okay player. The Marcus other Epps. safety is a really good player, but as you pointed out on our last podcast, other teams were all too willing to part with him, yes. correct? Yes. What am I missing? Uh, they, the defensive coordinator, I, 
He's okay. not good. I think the offense. I think the offensive coordinator. I I get you. I get you. There. I, the other um, thing with this team is, it's pretty old, right? Like you're relying on a lot of older veterans, including Jason Kelsey, Brandon yep, Graham, Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox. Both of your corners are over the age of thirty. Your like elite right tackle is going into yeah. what, a year eleven now. And then on top of that, some of your best players have injury concerns. Like AJ Brown has not been the model of health you know, at the wide receiver position and some of their other pass rushers have had a hard time staying healthy. So I listen, I'm, I'm not saying the Eagles are going to be bad this year because they're not, they're going to be the, the one or the two seed. I just don't see a way that they're better than they were last year. You know, I don't think a lot depends on the running back position, but Miles Sanders was still a loss. And, yes. you know, if Kenny Gainwell doesn't turn out to be what they're hoping and he looks good, uh, you know, Boston Scott doesn't play the Giants every week, unfortunately. So, uh, you know, I, I, I can see it. I just think 10 to 1 is too low, Marcus. It's Fair. too low. Okay. All right. Next team, San Francisco 49ers, 9 to 1. This is about right. I, I think personnel-wise, starter-wise, I know about the de- de- defections, you know, in terms of their depth and some of their kind of secondary starters. But overall, 21 on 21. This is as good a team as any team in the league. Um, and Trey Lance is going to cause you some matchup problems, even if he isn't a great quarterback. This feels right. I agree. I think they should be the favorites in the NFC. That roster is unbelievable. Um, they have three quarterbacks now, Sam Darnold, Brock Purdy, and Trey Lance. Uh, and it's Kyle Shanahan. And you just know that they're going to be competitive every single year. You just worry about all the assistance that he's lost. You know, at some point, golly, you know, uh, he's lost some really great. uh, He lost Robert Sala. He lost Daniel. He lost uh, D'Amico Ryans. Some great coaches, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But, hey, he keeps rolling on. Good for him. Here's the next one that that I do not understand at all. Buffalo Bills at 9-1. to I think that's way, way too high. Hmm. How is this so team many be, question marks? How are they going to be better than they were last year? Well, the issues I have, number one, your your premier pass rusher had a major injury last year. Um and on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Obviously an older player talking about Von Miller. Uh they lost Devin Singletary, who was a bit player for them, but they used him a lot. Gabe Davis was really inconsistent last year. I think everyone thought he was going to take off, including me, after that divisional round masterpiece against Kansas City. And he had some big drops last year. You know, he was kind of hit or miss. And honestly, Josh Allen cannot be a giveaway machine. Um, I'm with you. I would probably put Buffalo behind Philadelphia and San Francisco, or at least even with them. What did you say Buffalo was? Nine to one. Nine to one. I don't. I don't see how they can be higher than Philadelphia. I just yeah, don't see it. I, I don't see it either. That conference is too good. The division is too good. And even last year, they struggled with some of the teams in the division, including the Jets. Yep. Um, so it's a tough number. And then our favorites right now, the Kansas City Chiefs, six to one. I was going to guess that. Yeah, that's right. That feels right. Um, I'm kind of surprised it's not higher. Or lower. I'm I surprised. I, I would agree with you because of the way people literally are worshiping you know patrick mahomes and that team right now but i you know look i think patrick mahomes is a generational player there's no question about that he's dan marino with mobility i mean he's he's he may end up being the best quarterback of all time he may end up being there may 
Yeah. Six to one, I wouldn't go any higher than that, though. I wouldn't go higher than that, but I still think that's actually pretty decent value. Like if you just if you take the 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 same two Super Bowl teams that we had last year, the Chiefs and the uh, Eagles, and you just put fifty bucks on both of those teams, got a pretty good feeling that at least one of those two is going to be in the Super Bowl again. They lost their left tackle, they lost their right tackle. I know they resigned Jack the Jaguars' right tackle or signed the Jaguars' right tackle, but. You know, continuity on the offensive line is a thing. They did lose uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Yep. Um, they still have Jarek McKinnon for now, correct? Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. signed Jarek. They have an opportunity to have Jarek McKinnon. Which I, I got to um, believe he'll be back. I think he'll be back as well. Man, it's interesting. I, I think, you know, if we're talking about the elite teams here, I I see good odds at 7-5-4, and four, man. Dallas, mm. Cincinnati, and Philly. I think that's... Where you go, I think you avoid the Jets. That was our sixth team at twelve to one odds. Mm-hmm. I think you avoid Buffalo at nine to one odds. Um, Detroit, Kansas City, and San Francisco all feel right on the money to me. I agree, and I, I, I'll say for me, my favorite long shot. Kind of like the Saints at forty to one, just because the division is so bad. And I do like that roster. If Derek Carr can be again the fourteenth best quarterback in the league. Who knows? Carolina's one in the division. I think right. I'm leaning towards a uh, a Cincinnati San Francisco Super Bowl. I think that's what I mean, uh, last year I thought it was going to be the Chargers and San Francisco. You've also been wishing for the Super Bowl for three years now. So let's just be honest. <laughs> uh, uh, I got, that's my final thought. Give me yours. Uh, we had a Ben Roethlisberger story come out this week that I wanted your thoughts on. I know Ben's sure. been retired, but. Uh, Ben, ben said that he almost missed, I think, was it Super Bowl 37, uh, the one they played the Packers? I'm going to read you the story. He said, we were playing shuffleboard. If we would throw the shuffleboard down and we would run, uh, run down and slide across the wood floor to watch the thing come down. As I slid on the floor, a piece of wood got up into my foot. I had the doctors look at it. They had to take shards out of my foot. Uh, it was like a really bad uh, splinter. I had to wear a bigger size shoe. And I remember telling Mike, I might not be able to play today. Is that the most heroic quarterback performance we've ever seen to overcome an injury like that? Well, first of all, are we talking about the full-size shuffleboard or are we just talking about the little wood one at the end of the bar? Because if you're climbing up on the table and sliding down the uh, table, how do you avoid the thing that you guys? So I assume it would have to be the full-size one, right? But the full-size shuffleboard is not played on wood. So I'm not understanding this story. He Did said, he climb up onto a shuffleboard table and slide on it? He said, I slid across the floor on a piece of wood shank about, he said, about this long, and it broke off onto my foot. Okay, so I guess they were playing full-size shuffleboard on wood. I've never played full-size shuffleboard on wood before. Only the, the, you know, the little mini bar game. By the way, Super Bowl 37 was uh Tampa Bay Raiders so it must be 45 you're talking about right? 45 the what yeah the the yeah, Packer Packer Steelers, Steelers. Yeah. yes i'm sorry i got that got a little thrown off there yeah i mean you know i'm surprised Roethlisberger didn't come out before the game and say hey i'm just you know i'm just doing this for my team you know i i just love the quote at the end i i, I looked at Mike Tomlin and said i don't know if i can play yeah How'd you like my idea? I think we should tweak some more things in the NFL because, you know, it hasn't been successful enough. Let's let's tweak it some more. I mean, why don't we have the do you like the Mike Tomlin award yeah. to go on honors night? Sure, why not? 
why not just like add another goalpost like further beyond it? Like, and if you can kick through the first one and the second one, you get four <laughs> points rather than three yeah, points. be so cool. So I think you kind of like my LinkedIn idea. What's better than being able to apply for jobs and network with people? While you're watching two cruddy playoff teams play in a tournament they probably should have made. Last thing, last thing before we go. Is there a TV channel or a device, like a streaming device, where you'd be like, you know what? I love the NFL, but I'm not watching you on Tinder. <laughs> Tinder, a streaming device now? I don't know. I, I don't even want to know what they'd be streaming on Tinder. Pick, pick a streaming <laughs> device. Like where you're like, I'm not, you know what? I'm not signing up for this. Uh, if it's on Paramount Plus, are you getting it? To, to watch a game well since you asked me paramount plus is actually my favorite all right well that was a bad channel. example yeah but you know is disney gonna get a game to 100%. go with the mandalorian 100%, I, believe, I think yeah. that's already in motion i'm pretty sure we're gonna have one next year i'm not joking great. by the way great it's gonna be eight teams you know and they're gonna get the last wild card game it's gonna be between an eight and nine team or seven and ten team. the play-in game that's what we'll have we'll have a play in game. play-in game it's gonna be <laughs> Darnold Mayfield hits the NFL on Disney. Yes. Great. Nickelodeon. Oh, gosh. Don't. Uh, I love it. Don't give the NFL any ideas to make money. They'll do it. Now, look, if Turner Classic Movies was going to do something, I might be for it. But uh, anyway. All right. That's it. TCM. I know you're not familiar. It's okay. Look, I got serious video gaming to do. I've got to, you know, Go talk to all these people and these cut screens that they do. I know you know what I'm talking about. I know. We got wing yeah. night to go to, so let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, oh, that's right. I'm supposed to wrap up the show. Sorry. That counts as Marcus's final thought. So you can catch him on Locked On Cowboys, the best Cowboys podcast out there. He also covers the Raiders for USA Today. Brought a lot of insight about the Raiders into this discussion, except not at all. And then also he writes for Pro Football Focus. Uh, com. He's at Marcus underscore Mosher on Twitter. I'm at Harrison NFL on Twitter. We thank the good people over at Brinks. Uh, the rundown looked absolutely fantastic today. Thank you, Courtney. Uh, see you guys. <laughs>